What's going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the house. And today we're going to be talking to you about eight things that we wish we knew before we started lifting. Oh man, it's been a long journey so far. Eight, I think over eight years, right? Over eight years. I always struggle to know how long I've actually know. been lifting. I, I'm pretty sure it's within yeah. seven to ten. Yeah. It's it's a it's a whole thing. But Sweet. whatever. Eight things for eight years, one thing for each year. Uh, hopefully this podcast alone will save you a lot of time and effort. Uh, we're going to try and guide you to do things right. And even by listening to this content, you're going to be saving yourself a lot of time in the gym. Uh, save yourself from doing foolish things and just optimize your time and your results. So what's number one? Number one is you don't need to spend three hours hours in the gym to see progress i love that one so i remember back when i began like i did see great results and i know josh did as well but i remember like i had the mindset that i had to spend two to three hours and even if i could only get an hour an hour and 15 in i remember going back to the gym later it may have been good because i saw great progress but at the same time we're here to make your job easier especially for those of you who don't have a ton of time and just realize that you don't need to do it you know, you can get in there, get out, and see amazing progress. It's a little side topic, but have you ever done two a days? I used to. That's what I used to do. You did do two days. Time, yeah. How do you do it? You split your workout. Just split it up. Like sometimes I'd have an hour between a class huh. and then go back. Like so, how was on. it? It was good, but it's just looking back, like when we learn as much as we know now, yeah. you kind of think like, why did I waste my time? Like I love the gym, so it was great, but it's like, I could have been doing something else. Yeah. I feel like if you're not a full-time athlete, there's no need yeah, that for was that. It. Yeah. Like if you are a serious full-time athlete or you're pro bodybuilder and you want to do half in the morning, half at night, sleep yeah. all day, you know, perfect nutrition, supplementation to where you can withstand that. Cool. I've actually never messed with that too much. I did two days for a bit where I ran and did abs in the morning mm-hmm. i think every other day and then i would work out too and i didn't like that too much either i feel like i you know it took away from my second workout you know when you do two things at once it's very hard to focus on either one of them efficiently whereas mm-hmm. if you just double down and dial in on that one thing you can really bring it and i'd say the same goes with three-hour workout you know I used to think, oh, if I'm not spending two hours in here, I'm wasting my time. Like a lot of people don't understand, myself and Kyle are experienced, we do this a while, we're very efficient when we work out, we're very dialed in, very calculated, but we're in there usually an hour to an hour and 20 minutes, and that's with heavy squats, deadlifts, over four or 500 pounds, so, um, you know, a lot of people, if they're a little newer, it'll take them a little longer, especially, you know, once you get in the game, it's good, but, you know, we're not in here three hours, and we're still getting amazing results, so that's something to consider, Uh, you know, a lot of people just go in and try to do every machine, everything, but you really want to stick to a program, really challenge yourself to get stronger, challenge those weights, challenge those intensities, push yourself to be a little better each workout while being intelligent and saving something in the tank for the next day yeah that's it I, I think i remember one of the days was like an arm day and the basics uh, i would do like let's say biceps in the morning and then triceps after but then looking at like the actual routine there's no way in hell you need that much volume for like two small muscle groups uh, and it's just like it could have just cut it in half and i still would have seen amazing progress so all right. So number two is the importance of a full range of motion. Um, I, I do love this, and I a saying I love. Josh is wearing glasses right now. You guys can't see some glasses right around the nose. That's why we need video for this. I know we should start doing that. Yeah, let's let's do one. That's a good idea. We should Just we should give it a see. shot. Just chill do a quick video on youtube if y'all would like that let us know you know honestly anyone that messages and actually messages you know feedback it's so appreciated it is even though an audio wasn't the best from that one interview it really got us thinking mm-hmm. like hey we're not messing around anymore we're, we're dialing it down mm-hmm. but back to the full range i'm a firm believer that half reps build half muscles 
And what I mean by that is, you know, you can train hard, but if you're doing half reps, you're not going to fully develop the elasticity of that muscle. So a bicep is a perfect example for me. Uh, it's really hard for me to say this without demonstrating it to the camera. But if I'm extending my arm only halfway, I'm only getting half the flexion and extension of that bicep. And therefore, I'm only going to be fully, well, not maximizing the development of it. By fully extending and challenging that bicep, you're actually really going to work that peak down at the bottom of it. And that's what's going to give you a really long, full-looking bicep. Um, a lot of this will be genetic, but if you see people with little half nubby biceps, it does not look good. But if someone's very lean and their bicep isn't that big, but it's beautifully built, long, good genetics, it's just a whole different look. So, you know, by doing half reps or doing half range motions, not touching your chest on the bench, you're really just cheating yourself. Like that's the brass tacks of it. Um, just stop doing it, do it right. And mm -hmm. you'll thank yourself so much by learning to do it right. And myself and Kyle have taken probably over a hundred hours preparing how to videos to show you how to do all this right. So make sure if you haven't already, you're checking out all our how-tos on YouTube. You know, even if there are movements you haven't done yet, I recommend you watch them. Become a pro, become an expert, understand the recurring themes of movements. You know, you should always have scapular tension. So you're pulling those um, shoulders back, keeping that back tight to protect that spine. There's a little bursa. By pulling it back, you're padding it, um, pushing all those muscles, keeping it secure, and you're not allowing it to be extended and vulnerable. Uh, things like that, bracing your abs, good breathing patterns. These are things you want to maximize early on. Absolutely. I'll never forget probably in the first year of lifting I had a buddy uh, who had never lifted before he said man like for the bench press let's say we've got to start doing half reps and he showed me a video of like one of the really popular dudes like maybe Ronnie or Phil and said like look this is the way he's doing I'm like and I remember looking into it I was like but that's not how he built his body he didn't build it from doing you know 50 pounds for the bench press like quarter of the way down so it's something to keep in mind yeah it's, it's a lame excuse too if you say you're too muscular so it limits your mobility yeah. there are some exceptions but very rarely like these dudes are 300 pounds d's yeah maybe yeah. they do have limited mobility but you know even i think it's a battle i know an argument can be made for stopping a quarter inch above your chest um on the bench press so hardly at all mm -hmm. but the problem is that quarter inch will turn to an inch then to two inches to three inches i tried this at one point in my life and i eventually was filmed doing it i'm like i'm just half wrapping this yeah. looking like an idiot and that's why i like touching my chest pausing then pressing because you know there's no cutting corners here awesome and number three the importance of training legs and squatting mm, so yeah like legs i have pretty big quads and hamstrings unfortunately i don't have huge calves <laughs> but i'm pretty tall right so i'm, I'm not that tall i'm six one but i'm 210 pounds fairly lean probably like 13 percent body fat from adexa so if you consider that i'm a lot heavier than most people would be my weight and i would say that's because of my legs and i've always been a believer that you know the body wants to be symmetrical and if you really build that base your upper body will grow to balance it you look really balanced you have this strong foundational core balance kind of of your body to help assist everything else you know you'll have that stability that strength that confidence and it'll it'll really help you out definitely i know a lot of people they find they skip leg day in the beginning especially because it's obviously the hardest thing to do i find it's it's much harder than getting in there and doing a couple curls but you will thank us later if you're a beginner i guarantee just start squatting start hitting those legs hard and you'll have a nice well-rounded solid physique and before we get on the next one if you're a new lifter and you want to put on some stupid size legs twice a week back Jeez. twice a week one push you're you'll thank me later because you're going to be postured you're going to be thick you're going to be heavy you're just going to be that's how I wish I started. You know, I know. If you start with that, you're going to have a good looking yeah. physique. These are things we wish we knew. So we're sharing you yeah. guys. We're, we're giving you three years of our life that we wish Wasted. we knew or two years or whatever it was. 
Um, and then another one, supplements are just supplements. That's all they are, I number four. That. So many clients sign up with me and they go, okay, this is great and all, but what supplements do I need to take? And I'm like, oh, hold the phone. First and foremost, I need to see you actually sticking to your workouts, sticking to your nutrition, doubling down there. And only then can we use a supplementary thing that is supplements to help produce a little more results. Um, I know I mentioned this in a recent podcast, but I only see supplements to be, you know, maybe a two to 3% benefit over anything else, you know? So if you're already getting these crazy gains, it's not going to be anything that insane or noticeable. I mean, with the exception of creatine, protein is just a nutrient, um, amino acids, you know, they just, their studies are mixed. Uh, and past that, there's nothing too crazy or beneficial that I would really want to dive into. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think too many people depend on it, and this will bring us to the next point. But with you know, without proper nutrition, all these guys who are trying to bulk up, and you know, they're not even in a caloric surplus and stuff, and they're like trying to take all this like protein, creatine, pre workout BCAAs, like all these fat burners to stay lean, and it's just they don't really understand that it literally it makes a small difference. And similar to what we said uh, in the topic of this one, it's just a supplement. I remember back in high school, just in the gym, some people would literally like walk into the change room and within three seconds have like two scoops of protein just like drowned it down but like they had such a crappy workout with like no intensity and no actual programming involved and it's something just to keep in mind pay attention to the bigger things that are going to give you a, a bigger better solid physique than just those the small thing that's a supplement um, next one number five take time to learn how calories and macros work this is something I really wish I did in the first couple of years. Um, I mean, I, I was pretty fortunate because I did gain a good amount of size. I know you did as well, but I think it would have been a little bit better. Maybe I wouldn't have gained as much fat and turned into a blob uh, if I if I knew how, especially in my a first blob. in my first uh, cut, if I actually knew how it worked. But uh, like I said in the last one, I think people kind of skip that. They train hard, but then they don't really know like what's good for them and how much protein they need and stuff like that. So, you know, and if we tell you to learn about something, we don't give you detail necessarily how to do it on this podcast. Falls, fails, just search Colossus Fitness, macros, Colossus Fitness Nutrition uh, on YouTube. And we have so much content. If like, if we say learn, you know, we have so many pre-prepared videos that you can dive into that are, you know, heavily researched, heavily ready. So we definitely recommend, you know, you go through the archives, even if they're dated, everything we've kept up there is top notch quality awesome and number six don't compare yourself to others you're not going to want to compare your year one to someone's year seven that's gonna be a, be a massive mistake I think a lot of times people jump in the gym and they get you know demotivated. They'll see a guy who just looks huge and uh, they're just starting. They're just learning the motions and and it's something that uh, can definitely be demotivating. And I, I've heard it so many times and I've done it just looking at that guy squatting 400 pounds with, with when you got you know uh, just the bar. But it's something important just to you know maybe uh, focus on focus on your own journey. If you have any questions ever, you know ask them. Hey, how did you do it? You know get get advice from them. But don't uh, don't get yourself down because uh, there's lots of people who been doing it for a long time like ourselves mm -hmm. so uh that's a big one number seven is don't downplay the importance of recovery so things like sleep sleep is so important you know if you sleep dialed in that's a huge edge you have on everyone else you know mm -hmm. know when to deload know when to take a bit of a rest know when to take a rest day more uh isn't always better very similar to that three hours in the gym you know you need to use tools like deloads um you know effective warm-up sleeping all these things are going to be tools in your arsenal just to get you stronger and what's the last one last one is hire a coach so yeah the goal of 
this episode is just to save you guys so much time. And if you were to sit down and look at every single thing you need to know, you will spend your life just learning all of that. And it's uh, just insane because obviously as a beginner, you really don't know a whole lot. If you can take someone who's been through all of this, like ourselves, who have like done the dirty work for all of you, then uh, you will save a ton of time. And especially for those of you who have a full-time job, uh, I could only imagine how much time you'll need. And maybe some of you guys aren't experts to figure out like the proper nutrients you need the proper exercises, the proper rep schemes and stuff like that. And we're not necessarily saying you need to hire us. This isn't to try to sell you guys. It's just to give you a bit of advice because for a couple hundred dollars a month to save the time and the wasted, the wasted time, especially you guys will see amazing results, you know, um, looking at how to fix someone's car use. And as an example, being a mechanic, I could definitely learn if I wanted to, how to fix it, how to do the oil change, how to do everything. Maybe some of you guys do it on your own, but the amount of tutorials I'll need to do, the amount of practice, I just rather pay someone and this is the same for basically any service out there Um, so if you do have a little bit of disposable income let's say a couple hundred dollars a month or even for personal training it might be a little bit more than that I would recommend especially just for the first couple months it doesn't have to be for years just hire someone that can help you get started teach you the basics teach you the movements understand what you need to be doing and uh, don't look at it as like a massive expense just use it as something that's going to help you get to the next level and help you get in the best shape of your life so we appreciate you all thank you so much for sticking around to the end of uh, this episode. Um, If you are interested in hiring someone, we do have colossusfitness.com. If you want to hire someone else, that's cool. But just uh, hit us up if you have any questions uh, on Instagram at colossusfit. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Peace out.